Hello and welcome to our very first in our series of player interviews, where we will take one of the Interrealms players and learn a little bit more about them so that you can learn about those people behind the scenes of what you watch on the Interrealms SMP series. And today we're starting with one of the greatest Interrealmers that exists in the Cliffs clan, Keegers02. How you doing, Keegers? I'm doing well, Troj. Thanks for that intro. I, I like that you had to specify in the Cliffs clan, which, you know, I do respect, but, you know. <laughs> well, it, it extends beyond that to many other facets of what we do with oh. Interrealms, but I'm sure we'll get into that uh, throughout this interview. And uh, thank you for being the first one to actually put their hand up and say, hey, I'll do an interview. So, my friend, why don't you tell everyone a little bit more about yourself? Well, I'm Keegers02. My pronouns are he, him, his. I am located in the Midwest of the United States. For those of you that may or may not watch my videos, I'm kind of more of a, what? how did we put it last season? I'm trying to remember, uh, a resource gatherer person. Like I, I like to, to gather everything up and, and then like kind of supply it for everybody else. Yeah, so. season two, you were very much the Amazon of the Interim server. I Yes, and I appreciated that. There was there was a, a acronym that uh, we can't really say because it's not really <laughs> um, appropriate for anyone in the world to say anymore. But that was uh, something Jurassic came up with and then promptly corrected himself. So we're, we're not going to say it. Yeah, it was always very interesting. You know, you'd be on live stream trying to do something. You go, oh, I need to go and collect some more of this soon. And then, literally two minutes later, you'd see Kikas O2 has signed on. And then two minutes after that, there'd be Keegers popping up on, on your screen and you'd be throwing resources at you that you just said you needed to collect and you'd run away again. And it'd be like, this is awesome. This is fantastic. Now, I think still my favorite was the one time I, I, I snuck scaffolding into your inventory during a live stream and you did not see me. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, wait a minute, I've got scaffold. Where did the scaffolding come from? What? I, I think... <laughs> I think I ran back to my base, was still on your live stream. You hadn't said anything. And I, and I had to finally say, Troj, check your inventory. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely well earned your reputation for being uh, the Amazon of Interrealms in season two. You deserve that big time. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what actually got you into Minecraft originally? Because I know you weren't, you haven't played it for that long. Uh, but what got you into it? Oh, you know, this is a hard question because I'm talking to the guy that got me into it. So <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it was watching. Um, so for those of you that don't know, go back into the archives of the Genius to Genius Family Gaming and check out the Dad Plays Minecraft series. It is amazing to watch the guy on the other end of this microphone, Troj, try to figure out Minecraft and have his son just laugh his head off at him. It was a really, really good time. Um, I understand we couldn't keep it up because, well, Troj is much better at Minecraft now. He can make a bed in less than a day. So Five episodes it took. Five episodes to make a bed. It did. Yeah. It did. Um, but truly, it was, it was watching, um, watching you and Dinius um, interact on stream that just got me, like, just hooked again. Because I'll be honest with you, I, I remember Minecraft um when it very before it came out i was a pro uh, back in the day um i did a lot of beta testing of, of games and um one of the time one of the things that did come across my plates was actually the alpha version of minecraft wow. and i remember installing it and going why would you ever play this pile of <clears throat> 
And um, it was rough, guys. Like, no joke. It was really rough. Like, the we're all used to these nice big monitors. So back then the monitors were slightly smaller. The resolution was bad. It was, it was not good. And I remember just th- booting it up, starting it, looking at it and going, why would anyone do this? And then never looking at it again, just thinking that it's, how did you put it? Oh, this kid's game with bad graphics. Yeah. Why would I ever play it? <laughs> yeah, that, that was, yeah, that was my take on it as well. Mm-hmm. And like, even when the kids, my kids started playing, it as well it was like i don't know how you guys are into it like how are you into it so much so yeah, i understand what you're saying 100 percent. and to make matters even more interesting for my day job i had to i worked at a uh school district then so it was really fun trying to block all these kids from playing this game that purposefully was designed to get around all sorts of filters let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> but, so, like, but that's the thing yeah. though when, when it first came out it was this blocky kids oh, game that had no graphics. It was like it was ugly. You know, we're talking ten years ago there. So you know, you're putting that up against like the Metal Gear Solids of, of the time. You know, and um, the Final Fantasies, and like we're talking like the original ones, not like the the 19s or whatever they're up to at the moment. And it's <laughs> well, this, like, I think this would be around ten. So yeah, you're still talking 3D full motion video. Yeah, nice graphics. I mean, that was PlayStation Two era, but yeah, yeah, it was it was. Oh man, it was rough. Well, you know, I can still remember turning on the PlayStation 2 for the very first time and putting in Metal Gear Solid 2 and, you know, the opening cinematics and graphics just sitting there going, whoa. And then you got Minecraft and it's like, why? (laughs) What's the point? (laughs) Yes. So you got into it, back into it then, obviously, um, watching myself. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm actually, it's actually, you know, I'm a bit flattered that you got into it i'll take the commission thank you minecraft mojang but um no right? I'm, I'm flattered that you know, we had that that impact on you to, to actually start that mm-hmm. what then led you to decide then to change from just playing minecraft into content creation and uploading to youtube my journey starts actually three four years ago from this point so 2018 2019 no Way longer ago than that. Sorry. Anyway, I'm not going to get into dates because I, I I just quoted wrong ones. But it had to be longer ago than that because I used to stream on YouTube. Or not YouTube, on Twitch. Um, I never really put anything out on YouTube because I didn't see the monetary value. I didn't see the long term. I now see the long term. But I always wanted to get into that type of thing. I did a lot of computer programming things. I still do that. If you guys ever watch me work on the Interrealms website, I do that live on stream. And, but so I've done that type of stuff, but I never wanted to play the, the, the game. Let's be honest, Twitch is a game. And the thing that really turned the corner is actually the Interrealms itself. Because when I was watching, well, I was watching Dad Plays Minecraft. He was not... Trojan Genius were not on the interims. That was not even a thing. Then you guys formed this thing. And I was like, what is going on? Who are all these people? And I met through YouTube people, like many air quotes, you guys can't see these, through through YouTube people like Jacolis and Joush um, and oh, Shepard Sean, people like that, that just hooked you in. And I was like, you know, I'm going to be a little selfish here, but I kind of want to like talk to these people and, and get involved. Um, And I think it was really me getting involved with that just, just as a, as a fan. And then honestly, minor thoughts. um, We were, 
how did this happen? I'm trying to approach how this happened because I don't think I, there was a discord at the time. I, I, I don't remember. Maybe there was. Um, but Minor Thoughts was looking for a name for his construction company. Mm-hmm. And I threw out Kier's Construction. And he ran with it. And I was just so humbled and flattered. I'm just like, oh, I need to, I need to pay him back somehow. So Yeah, that was that was um, at the tail end of season one. Like it se- was. Se- season one sort of had um it was very much a game of two halves, um, mm-hmm. season one. And it was in the latter half of season, well, the second part of season one. And mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't know whether we had the Discord yet or not. If we did, it would have been very much in its um early stages because originally yeah. when we started up, we just had a Facebook chat group, like on on Messenger. And it was just a colossal mm. mess. And you'd wake up in the morning and there'd be like two hundred and seventy-two messages that you had to wade through. It's like, oh my goodness. Um but yeah, I know. I remember you had been watching a lot of the videos, and you'd mm-hmm. pop up with the comments. So you sort of got yourself sort of known. Mm-hmm. The, for me, there was there was two two people in particular from the early days of my channel that mm-hmm. have sort of become Interrealms VIPs. One is you, and obviously mm-hmm. now a player, and the other one was Monica Crane. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. you know, everyone knows Monica, everyone knew Keegers mm-hmm. and obviously now Keegers is a player. So yeah, it's, it's sort of interesting when you look back over that, you know, only that short history of that, you know, what's it? Two, three years, two and a half years of, you know, how people have mm-hmm. migrated into the, the bigger community of, of interims as a whole. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely get that. And in terms of then, you know, when you were deciding to come into the uh the youtubing world was there any obviously you've mentioned you know you took inspiration to start minecraft that for me but besides you know dtg family gaming Mm -hmm. is there a minecraft youtuber or another player that you drew inspiration from or currently draw inspiration from when i first started um it was avamance it was it was really watching his his builds and watching not actually not his builds but like his farm ideas i really i was really intrigued by how redstone works and how that can be incorporated and do different things that kind of got me hooked and and then as you might see in a lot of my videos i will give credit to him every single time that i'm using one of his designs because that's what you do first of all and second of all because i think people should watch your betters always think that. Um, so that to me, that at least initially it was him, but now I just being on the server and this is okay. This is going to sound really corny and cheesy. So deal with it. But this is the truth <laughs> is now watching the other inner realmers and directly interacting with a lot of them is amazing just to, to make me a better player, a better designer. Like, um, and I, and you and I have had conversations, not even off the off the air, but on our Twitch chat. Like the last time you streamed, I was throwing out suggestions, and they were actually relatively valid. <laughs> so um, I think I'm getting better, but it's it's this interaction, especially with like um, Jurassic. So I'm gonna throw him out there. If you guys yeah. aren't watching his stuff, please please go do. Um, seriously, not not even joking. Go watch his stuff. He does some amazing builds. They're they're really gorgeous. Um, the other one that is also humble that uh, when I mentioned his stuff was gorgeous when I was putting it on the website was Sween, uh, Sween mm. by. Oh. oh my gosh, his yeah. 
his stuff is gorgeous. Um, and you wait till you, if you haven't been over to the ocean clan since he's been building stuff, um, mm -hmm. yeah, he blows me away the way that he builds. He also takes into account the landscape and builds mm -hmm. to fit the landscape. And the end result is just phenomenal. It's like uh, the video of mine that came out very recently, like last night at the time of recording, um, mm -hmm. you know, I just plopped this medieval style house on top of a cliff. And the first thing he said was, yeah, that's great. But what about the area? And it's like, well, you, you built the area because he's so, he's so good at it. Um, mm -hmm. and it just comes up really well. So yeah, hundred percent. If you haven't checked out, notice me swing pie. Mm -hmm. Sorry to hijack the interview to take us a, a plug for Sweeney, but um, yeah, you definitely. He's so both him and Jurassic's very underrated. They are, Absolutely, yeah, great content creators. Absolutely, yes. So you you mentioned then you know you've got the other ones that you're interacting with on Interrealms. So I've got I guess two questions from there. Is there someone other than yourself? Is there another Interrealms player that when they drop a video, it's like. You got the notification and you just, you have to watch it straight away. Who, who's your, your top ones for that, for watching their videos? Oh, okay. I'm going, I have to, to, to put this through a lens of previous Kigers because this, this year Kigers, honestly, um, the, the, the thing that I have been really bad on is watching everybody's videos because I watch them for when we, when Trojan and I do the recap just being honest. So I will watch them. I need to watch them soon because as of the recording, we probably need to record the recap coming up in the next few days. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. So to me, so previous to that, I'm going to be honest, a lot of it was the Troge because I couldn't wait to see, especially um, early earlier um, when Denius and Caspas had more time and were mm. able to be on with, with you it was just so much fun and it was so much fun to watch you get a little bit frustrated with them at times because <laughs> children and animals, children and animals. Uh, um, I think another one that I, I, I never miss um, a lot of times is like Jacolis because I want to see what he's doing, what's, uh, what's going on. And again, I'm going to say, especially last season, I'm not going to say this season because again, I have a different lens for this season, but last season, the second one of Jacolis's episodes dropped, I would, I would go and watch it. So now that we're sort of talking more about uh, the interrealms as such, so you've obviously you, you've walked us through a little bit through you know how you got well, who you are, who you've started on Minecraft, how you've decided to go and move into YouTube and content creation. Mm -hmm. Why join interrealms then? What what made you decide to apply for interrealms? To me, it was it was a lot of the the players and the community around it. <laughs> this is going to sound pathetic, but I really wanted to make some friends out there when I was doing my initial content creation, because that's one of the things that was a criteria for getting on the interrealms was actually establishing yourself, getting a couple of videos out there, see, see how it is. Because if you're not going to perform well on, on YouTube, not, okay, that's a bad way to say it. If you're not going to present yourself well, necessarily on YouTube, not like you're doing amazingly and you've got these amazing followers and stats, we don't, we don't care about that. Um, but, you know, I, I had to put that face out there. It was really finding those people and then wanting to make friends online. And I felt like a lot of you guys I would get along with really well. So why did I choose to become part of the interims? Well, it's, it, you know, guys, I'm, I apologize. This is going to sound like a love fest for Troj again. 
I've known Troj for many, 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 many years. We started playing a game, online game a long time ago. If you want to find out more about that, go listen to the two old guys podcast where we talk about that a little bit. Anyway, and it first of all started as another way for us to get reconnected. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys. I've known, like I said, I've known Troj and he even said when I applied, I have to take myself out of it. I've known you for too long. I, I'm, I'm out of it. And I was like, duh, that makes sense. But at the same time, like I like I talked about before, I was interacting with the other Interrealmers through the community. And I think it was on Discord. At least it was through um, the, the comment section. Because I had always, I had my favorites, um, excuse me, back in the day. Um, I have DTG, of course, Minor, um, Dracolis, uh, I'm trying to think, Joush. I know I'd, there are a couple that I feel bad that I missed, like Shepard Sean, once I got to know him, oh my gosh, he's such a, such a character. I do miss him. I hope he, hope he's doing well and I hope he can come back. Um, but it was, it was that, that community that was being built that I really felt a part of eventually and really wanted to, to become one of them, one of us. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just the community, like, again, I, I just felt like that I, I wanted to become one of one of the Interrealmers because I had something to offer and these guys were amazing. And if, if they had rejected me, I, you know, I might've taken a few months off looking at their videos, but I probably would still would have gone back because they, they're such awesome people. I was very happy to see you apply, mm -hmm. but yeah, I was really keen because uh, obviously we did have that history, even though you um, <clears throat> couldn't find the time to come meet me when I was actually in the States twice, oh, but we won't I mention stop that. Stop it. Stop it. I'm still <laughs> kicking myself. <laughs> You know, it's not like I wasn't in the neighborhood or anything, so, you know, <sighs> but, um... You just stayed away. I'm <laughs> <laughs> clean, I'm clean. But, um, <laughs> but no, and, and personally, I, I, you know, having, for myself, having been from here in Interrealms from day one, um, I could not be happier, Keegas, to have you here because you're such, um, you're a little ray of inspiration because <laughs> you're, oh, you're, you. you're always upbeat. You're always, you know, putting in a hundred percent, you know, you put your hand up to do some of the, um, the more, I guess, tedious stuff on the back end, which was, you know, setting up our website and, and this podcast was, you know, your, your brainchild, which you ran with and it's now going really well. So, you know, personally, on behalf of the Interrealm playing group, thank you for everything that you do. I don't know whether that gets said to you enough, but I think it's important that we do it publicly. And on behalf of the playing group, thank you, Keegas, for everything you do to help continue to build this brand to what hopefully it will be one day. You are very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but let's speak about Interrealms for a second and your time on the server, because uh, you're now into your second season with us. Mm -hmm. Have you got a favorite moment? And it doesn't just have to be from this season. It could be from the previous season. Have you got mm -hmm. one moment that stands out to you as your favorite time on the server? I would have to say one of the, the moments that does stand out to me is actually the one we sort of talked about already, which is that whole, I would sneak you stuff into your inventory and you never notice. Um, <laughs> another another time that, that keeps getting brought up that Jurassic hates that I keep bringing it up is the first time I ever met him in season two. Um, I thought he was a jerk. I'm going to be <laughs> honest with you. I thought he was a big old jerk because really? what does he do? Oh yeah, he ran past me on the server, hits me into the berry bushes and says, hi. 
<laughs> it was like, hello. <laughs> Sorry, was that Wesley or Jurassic's? Was Jurassic's. Yeah, see, that's something I can see Wesley doing as well. Yeah, yeah I can see him <laughs> doing that too. He had no problems with Dracolis at the time. But, <laughs> but no, the, literally the first time I ever met him, <laughs> that's what he did. And he, I, it just, we were just streaming a few hours ago, uh, pulling back the curtain a little bit. And I mentioned that again. He goes, Why? Just get over it, man. I'm like, I can't. It's funny. Because <laughs> then his, it was, bam, hi you know, you should really put something above those so you don't get hit into them like this. Bam. <laughs> he was just teaching you a friendly lesson and well, as to welcome you to the server, which is interesting he because he was new to that season too. Yes. Obviously, you, you joined us for season two and mm -hmm. um, had a great season and you've now migrated across into season three. Do you have a personal challenge for this season, for season three? Something you'd like to achieve by the end of it? Yes. So... Uh, for me, my personal challenge is to get better at some aspect of design. And, uh, you know, we make fun of each other, um, Troj and myself, <laughs> where Troj was doing a, a design, how to do like uh, texturing of a wall. And he, I pointed out that he made a ducky. And it's really fun. Go ahead, go back to look at that video. It's amazing. Um, so I'll sneak that in. But for me, that's like the outside. And I feel like, and, and this is me. I feel like we did lose a great asset in, um, in minor and, and reimagined when they didn't come back for season three, I would, whatever. Um, but we, we lost that interior design person. And I'm, I've actually thought that that's what I'm going to focus on. So I'm not, if you look at the last live stream the, that I've been doing on the interrooms, it was digging out a cave. <laughs> so my, my outside of my build, if you look at it, you're not going to see where my base is. That's on purpose. It's going to be natural. You're not going to see it. The inside is what I'm really going to focus on. So that's, that's my personal challenge is to make an appealing inside area that you want to be in. And I've even done that right now with a couple builds that, um, Eleni and I uh, collaborated on our slime farm. Um, I went with an industrial look for uh, the inside. So it actually fits the aesthetic of this factory thing that she built on the outside. Um, so hopefully it looks good. <laughs> um, but that's, but that's, that's me. That's so, and like the other day when Troj was asking or on his stream, I was making interior suggestions not exterior because again he's got that down like crazy no i wouldn't say that so, yeah. <laughs> yeah i would <laughs> but but that that's where i'm focusing on right now is just to look at look at an interior see what the color palette is that i that i'm looking at um my big build which is gigantic um it's gonna be the exact opposite of eleni so we're gonna have two different opposing forces in the same area which i chose my build a long time before I knew that I was going to be in a clan with Eleni. So too bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be, hopefully it's going to be white, but it's going to be pretty and the lighting is going to be awesome. And I'm just looking forward to getting started on that. Nice. Excellent. And as a side note, every build I make now has to have a Kiki's ducky. <laughs> every build has a Kiki's ducky. Mm -hmm. And I know you've said to me in the past on stream, oh, you don't need to worry about it. No, 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 no. That, that's, that's 
it now. It's it's a thing, <laughs> and it, it will forevermore be a thing. And even when I'm when I finish to build, and I've caught myself going, oh, I forgot the Keegan's ducky. I will go and I will find somewhere where I can put a Keegan's ducky. Coming towards the end here of our our little chat, let's have let's sort of go back to YouTube for a second. You know, you've done now uh, making videos and had a channel for a little while, and you said too, you know, it predates the whole Minecraft thing. You were doing it previously mm -hmm. as well. If you go back in time and do something differently in regards to YouTube, what would you do different? What would I do differently? Um, well, I think for YouTube, my, my channel's still in its infancy, but I think I would have started sooner, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, for example, I would have the, the programming things. I, I still want to, it, it's still one of my goals and I have the website and domain name, I still want to put out there uh, uh, a place that people can learn how to program in this programming language that I know. It's called PHP. And I haven't done that yet. And that's that's on me. Um, but I think if I could go back and, like I said, if I could go back and do something, it starts sooner. Um, because time just gets away from you. Yeah. <laughs> And that makes me sound really old and Troj is going, shaking his head, I'm sure, on the other side. We can't see each other, but I'm sure he's doing the same thing. It would be, yeah, just getting that content out, getting, um, and just just doing it. Just pull the trigger, do it. Um, but again, I, I, if you're listening to this and saying, I need to do this, take a step back, make sure you're safe. Okay, I don't want you to be like, I ran into this head first and I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, take a beat make sure you know what you're doing, make sure you know what your content wants to be and go forward, but, but be smart about it. Don't just like, sure, you can make things to make things, but remember once it's out there, it's out there. So just, just be aware of that. Yeah. And totally you can never get taken back. Correct. And it's same with time. You, um, yes. Once it's gone, it's gone too. Yes. And now we're back into like the two old guys talking again, but yeah. we are, <laughs> it's true. You know, if you're yeah. sitting there listening to this, thinking, and basically what what Keegan was was saying was, oh, do I start a channel or not? Well, every hour that goes by where you haven't started it, you haven't started it, and you'll never right. get that time back. And, and you'll definitely make mistakes, and absolutely, it, it won't. You'll be very lucky, you know, if it goes gangbuster straight away. But you know, at the end of the day, you you enjoy it and do it. But as Keegan's mm -hmm. also said, what you put out there is out there. So whatever you put mm -hmm. out there, just remember, it's always going to be out there. It'll never go away. Mm -hmm. So yeah, mm -hmm. keep that one in mind too, I guess. Yep. Just like the dad plays Minecraft is still out there. <clears throat> just got to search for it. <sighs> yeah, don't go and search that content, guys. Don't listen to it. Don't watch it. <laughs> watch the new stuff. The new stuff is much better. <laughs> the new stuff is much better. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But... There, there are times you got you guys gotta just gotta watch the old stuff. Well, I guess at the end of the day, and, and this is probably you know mm -hmm. for all YouTubers, every so often you probably should go back and watch your first couple of videos just to remind yourself how far you've actually come as a content creator. Like mm -hmm. I'm sure, Keegan, is if you watch your first video to the video that you've just put out, I bet it's even you know even though you've only been doing it for what a year or six months or something, I bet there's still chalk and cheese difference in improvement. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, that, and that even that comes down to learning the, the tools of the trade and stuff like that. Like, 
we all use different video editing software and learning all that stuff. And the first thing that I would do as a, as a, a new YouTuber is you're going to need to figure out what type of editor you want to use. You're going to have to use an editor no matter what. Just level with yourself. You have to do it. And there are some amazing things out there that are, are free. Like DaVinci is amazing and free and complicated. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. It's complicated. Um, if you happen to have a Mac, you've got iMovie built right in. Run with that. Let me tell you, I used to teach that. It is, it is very beginner level. It is amazing. Um, you can actually, and it works on your iPad, your tablets and things like that too. So I would suggest something more along the lines of that until you want to upgrade yourself. Um, or maybe you never want to. Um, but that's to me what you you first would want to become more familiar with with some video editing, audio editing software that you can just sit down and just feel comfortable with. Because um, I forget how many other things I tried uh, before settling on uh, Vegas which is my, still my go-to, um, DaVinci, I'm still working on. Um, but you, you do need to feel comfortable with that software. And even if it's just, how do I cut this little piece out? Like, for example, Troj is looking at me going, you're breaking, you're talking in a very weird cadence right now. In Audacity, you just cut it real quick and you, you don't sound like that. You can make yourself sound amazing, actually. Find something you feel comfortable with because it's going to be your friend for, for the journey or at least for the first part of your journey. And if you don't like that friend, it makes a world of difference. World of difference. Yeah, I, I think that's actually a, a really good uh, piece of advice, actually. It's probably not one I was I thought that you would actually go, for, go with, um, but <laughs> it's actually really relevant because really... A lot of people start on their uh, YouTube journey not realizing how much effort goes in behind the scenes of a video in -hmm. terms of editing time. And you're 100% right. If you don't like the program that you're editing with, you're not going to enjoy the editing process. And if you don't like the editing process, you're not going to last very long. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Keegan, it's at that time of the interview, which I know this is the first interview, but I can quickly see that this part of the interview uh, podcast is going to be my favorite segment. And it's questions from the fans. The questions that you that listen want to hear us Interoma's answer. And we've actually got one for you. Really? Yes. Why do you think your clan is going to be the superior clan in the end? I'm not sure who asked that one, but that one has actually come through from the form, which you can find, I believe, on the website. Is that right, Keegers? That is absolutely correct. You go up to that connect button right at the top and you scroll down to, I think it's called feedback. As for the Cliffs clan, I mean, obviously we're going to be superior. We've already got a lot of our, our stuff going, which is, you know, really awesome that we've got you know, all of our farms going. We've got the, the necessity farms, I guess. The other thing, which relates to some of our conversations on the recap, is we have Eleni. And Eleni is, well, she's an influence on everybody else. She started off by uh, starting picking fights with everybody. And now, just as an example, Jurassic's has picked up that habit as well. 
So we are constantly not only helping each other, but we're also helping each other by fighting each other. So hopefully if a PVP event ever comes through, we are going to have lots of experience with that type of, of event. So I, I think that no matter what, we'll come out on top because we've had all this fighting experience and, and lots of, of scars and deaths to prove it. 96, by the way, at this time of recording for me. So I'm chasing that elusive century. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm not chasing it. I'm purposefully <laughs> avoiding it. But... <laughs> By the sounds of it, though, Eleni might be willing to help you get to that goal. Um, I might have. We have a, a jobs board in the Cliffs Clan to, to let us know what jobs that we have to, to complete or, or farms that we're supposed to be building. And I might have added that to her jobs for, Her jobs board is <laughs> get the 100th kill. I didn't say on who. I just said get the 100th kill. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> well, Keegan's my friend. It has been great having this chat to you. I hope everyone that's listening learn a little bit more about Keegan's, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, if you would like to hear more of uh, these interviews from the other Intrails players, make sure you leave us a rating or give us some feedback. We would love to hear it. Make sure you head to our website, uh, go to that connect section, and hey, check us out on Discord. Leave us some feedback. Ask some questions for your favorite Intrails player, and you never know, your question might get asked on the next interview. Biggest thank you for being the first victim. Ah, sorry, I mean volunteer for the uh, the interview section. You're very welcome, and thanks you for being the first victim. I mean interviewee or interviewer <laughs> for the for the this part. And hopefully, you guys, if again, if you like it, like Church said, go ahead and leave us a, a rating and review. Uh, make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode of the Interrealms podcast. As well, shameless plug, of course, because we want you to listen. We want to, to get you involved and engaged, and we want to hear from you. So please, please, please fill out that form and or leave a comments, rating, review, and tell us how good or bad we did. And with that, we will see you on the next podcast. Bye-bye.